0: Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast for episode number 245 for the week of January 29th, 2024. I'm your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. Before we get into the major cycle I want to discuss with you for this week, I'm going to give you a line from a very short podcast poem this week. The line is dropping keys for the beautiful rowdy prisoners. Yeah, it's a good week to set your rowdy prisoners free, dear ones. And unusually for my audience, this is a pretty short podcast because we have one major astrological cycle I want to honor this week and also give you a time time to catch your breath from the recent couple of weeks of intense astrological cycles and their invitation for deep systemic change. I want to remind you that the planet Pluto just re-entered Aquarius about a week ago, and that for astrologers represents such an important um, decade change. Pluto, the great transformer archetype, the underworld deity that helps us to strip things down to the bones, to get to the truth of the matter so we can rebirth in a more empowered way, just re-entered the zodiac sign of Aquarius for my new... Listeners, it's just talking about the planets as archetypal characters inside us and the world, and the zodiac signs are symbolic territories in the heavens where the planets travel, and they also symbolize inner territories with ourselves. Now Aquarius is a sign connected to innovation, freedom, and really kind of being radically authentic. Pluto and Aquarius is reminding us that we're entering into a significant 20-year period of personal and collective systemic change that wants us to let go of the poisons, mindsets, societal and family behaviors that really um, trap others, other others, so to speak, so that they're not having the equality and the freedom that we all deserve, including the planet herself. So this shifting and stirring things up and saying, basically, the old normal rules are hierarchical and poisonous, and we need to liberate everybody from them, okay? So that, we're just back into that energy. Plus, a few days ago, we just had the planet Uranus, who is the maverick archetype go forward in its orbit. And just a reminder, astrologers, you'll hear us talk about retrograde motion. And that means a symbolic review time. Planets never go backwards in their orbit. We All the planets keep moving around the sun in the same direction. However, where we are on the earth, as we move around the sun, sometimes as we look at the planet's movement in the heavens, it looks like they're They go backwards in their orbit. That's called retrograde. That's a very symbolic time when a planet is retrograde. It's a review period. It's kind of like, whoa, 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 stop. Time out. Let's take the archetypal energy inside and the change that's being asked for inside. Rework it. Revision. Redefine. And then when a planet seems to go forward after being retrograde, then it's like, all right, let's go forward now with those changes. Now, Uranus is this really quirky planet that represents the maverick or the liberator or the change agent, the one in us that just says, I can't be normal. I can't follow the rules. I can't do it like everyone else, particularly if those rules or those identities are very um, false or conformity focused. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Now, there is a wounded side to all the archetypes, and the wounded side of Uranus is kind of a pissed-off rebel who feels, um, you know, marginalized and disempowered. So Uranus has been five months looking like it's retrograde. So it means for all of us, there's been some kind of cooking on an inner level of freeing ourselves, letting go of the trappings of trying to be something we're not, fitting into the mainstream in a way that is not congruent for us and a bit of a rebellious spirit saying, I can't do it like this anymore. Now, Uranus is traveling through the sign of Taurus. This is an earth sign that is about practical stewardship. Taurus energy wants us to feel safe in the earth plane. You know, do I have food? Do I have shelter? Do I have resources like money? So many millions of people do not. And part of Uranus's journey through Taurus, which is about seven years long, is really challenging us all to recognize this is radically unfair and unequal. Why do some of us have the privilege of shelter and food and others don't? It's not about shaming. It's about waking up to this sense of collective stewardship. And how do we make radical changes in our personal life and our collective life to help Everybody come along and everybody feels safe to the degree they can with the tumultuous changes right now, and everyone have the resources they need. Now, you yourself may have just come off of a maybe epiphany time. you may not, but I don't I'm just saying for some of you, you might have woke yourself up in the last week and said, "Whoa, I'm done with this. I need to radically more be myself. I need to come out more, if you will, with who I really am. So we're still with that energy of Uranus just moving forward and beginning to implement in the world the inner changes we went through. And along comes the major cycle of this week. On Monday, January 29th, the planet Mars trines Uranus at 19 degrees of Capricorn Taurus. I pause here for my new listeners or lay people who don't understand degree measurements I always say, don't worry about it. It's a way to mark exactly where in the zodiac sign in the heavens that a planet is moving. People who know astrology say, oh, I know how to take that degree measurement and put it in my own birth chart to get a more deeper understanding of where these changes are activating my own psyche. It doesn't matter whether you know the degree measurements. You're getting the transmission, I always say, of what the archetypal invitation is. Now, a trine means the two planets are in a very harmonious configuration with each other in the heavens. They're about 120 degrees away from each other. And a trine implies that these archetypal characters are working really well together, like the wheels are greased, okay? Mars is this powerful Yang archetype. Active, advocate, taking a stand, going after what you want. It has to do with our desire nature, whether it's erotic, it's energetic. It's like, let's just move on this. You know, sometimes it's seen as a warrior energy or a warrior's energy. I also don't want to genderize the archetypes. But however, I can convey to you that this is an action-taking kind of archetype. Now, right now, Mars is in the earth sign of Capricorn. This is a can-do-it zodiac sign. uh, Capricorn has the energy of rolling up your sleeves and getting things done. It's about being purposeful, to be um, ethical. And am I on track? Am I doing what I said I'm going to do? It has a very strong sense of leadership and wanting to be in in integrity. Now, it also, as a sign, as an energetic field, its wounded side is fearful control and a kind of, I always think of it as a kind of, constricted, uh, tight-ass, like, ah, we got to have it this way. Now, Mars in Capricorn is saying that this advocate, this take it, let's get on with it, people, wants to express in a very practical way. So this is a very powerful energy to have towards the beginning of the calendar year because it suggests, like most of us, like, okay, let's get on with it, all right? What are the changes I need to implement in my actual life to manifest the goals, the dreams, the aspirations, the changes I want to see? Let's get on it, okay? I said in last week's podcast, I think of Jean-Luc Picard in the... um star trek series and he's make it so you know like boom let's do it now again i talked about uranus as this maverick this change agent that says wake up liberate get free from the constrictions you have especially around how you're dealing with your resources taurus that can be your physical health and your actual body in relationship to the earth can have to do with your resources like money or things you own or time So Mars Trine Uranus says, these two characters that are very active energies say, okay, you know what are the big changes you need to implement to not only free yourself to be more authentic and real, but also to help others be who they really are. And then Mars says, do it. Come on. Don't hold back. What do you got to lose? So there's this incredible movement. It's almost like a wave of like, ah, let's do it. And both of these archetypes are notorious in astrologers' worlds for being very impatient. Okay. Mars wants it yesterday. And Uranus says, if it's not changing fast enough, I'm going to blow it up. So there's a little bit of challenge here with these two characters aligned with each other. And you may feel like, wow, I got a tiger by the tail and I'm trying to hold on for dear life. Yet equally, it supports you to have the courage to be real and to break down those old patterns that are small making where you're trying to be somebody you're not you're trying to make someone else be who they're not trying to fit them in a small little box it's like let them go free yourself okay because uranus has this rowdiness of like just rumble let's change it up okay and wants you to free you wants to free you from imprisoning yourself and others and there's just this wild energy with it and i'd say ride it surf it The other thing I want to point out, in the Northern Hemisphere, this week we have a really powerful earth celebration, which is called Imbolc, which is usually around the beginning of February in the Northern Hemisphere. And it really marks in the ancient pagan calendar this turning from winter to spring. And in some of the places in North America, you can perceive around early February that change in the weather or maybe the early spring bulbs are starting to poke their little heads out or just that sense of, oh, spring is coming. It's not here yet, but it's coming. And in Celtic tradition, it's the holy time of the saint or the holy woman, Bridget or Bridie. And she is the goddess of inspiration and very much connected to your own creativity, and she has to connect, she connects also with transformation and your creative fire. And I want to read to you something from a beloved colleague and friend, Joanna Paul Colbert, about Bridget or Bridie or Bridget, all kinds of names for her. She says, Bridget is the Irish goddess of poetry, healing, and Smithcraft. Reverence for her has continued unbroken throughout the centuries, just as it has for Kuan Yin and the Virgin of Guadalupe. Beloved as a Christian saint, her sacred flame was kept alight for over a thousand years, but extinguished during the Reformation. It was relit in 1993 and has been burning ever since, kept alive by the Brigadine Sisters of Kildare. In 2023, her first day, feast day on February 1st, was declared a national public holiday in Ireland. I say this because you might feel that sense of that sacred ally of inspiration, whether you formally connect with Bridget or Bridie, just that sense of your creative fire starting to spark and this sense of your own crafts, your own craft, craft, woman, woman, craftman, craft person, ship, wanting to activate, wanting to really feed the fires of creativity. And so just notice with this sort of positive support of Mars and Uranus, if you've got like, yeah, I'm going forward with some creative project that my heart wants me to give to the world. So just notice how you might be feeling that, whether you align with it or not, and see if it can support you. Now, the poem I have for you this week is is a beloved one. I think it's absolutely almost one of my favorite poems. It's a short one by Hafiz, and it's called Dropping Keys. The small man builds cages for everyone he knows, while the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. So my prayer for you this week, dear ones, is that you drop keys for your beautiful rowdy prisoners inside. Help them to set themselves free so that you can align with your inner sage, your own creative fire and stop building cages and start expanding into the possibilities of your creative fire for yourself and for the world. And on that note, I want to remind you of a special offering I designed especially for Imbolc and Uranus going forward. It's my five-day challenge called Cage-Free Mind. It's coming up this week, January 29th to February 2nd. It's an hour-long challenge, 12 p.m. Pacific time. If you can't join us live, you can get the recordings. And there's two things I wanna do with this. Each day, I wanna give you some kind of mindset-shifting practice to set you free and open up your mind. And I also want you to have the lived experience of being with kindred community. Pluto and Aquarius is saying get with your people whether they're humans or more than humans but join together in community and find the power of kindred community to bear witness to each other to support each other to move forward so if you're interested check out my website the homepage on the edgesofchange.com that's on the right there on the homepage you'll see a button to click to go get details and sign up. We're starting January 29th, and if you can't make it live, you'll get the recordings. Thanks so much for your continued support and bless you all in this journey of the quickening of authenticity and creative fires. You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More edgesofchange.com. Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.